Weeks five and six of the Eastern Fantasy Football League have come and gone. We had a nice little bye week last week here, so we got some catching up to do. As always, I, the owner of Mary Had a Little C.D. Lamb, is here with my two compadres, our dear leader, Commissioner Sean, and owner of the Dumpster Fire, Cowman. How you doing, guys? Uh, doing... To <laughs> that, or <laughs> okay. doing, doing nice, well. Nice little dead air there. I like it. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, I'll just get right into it. Then uh, we missed last week, so we have a few things to catch up on. We had some really good matchups last week too. It was also per our pro football focus stats analyst Sean uh, has said that it is. The highest scoring week in Eastern Fantasy Football League history. Is that correct, Sean? Yeah, week five, everyone went nuclear. Um, new records were set for uh, most points scored in a single week with uh, 203.56 via Patrick Stone and the Hobbits. And that was after the name change. Uh, so you can yes. thank us for that. Um, it, it's no coincidence that you blew up You know, the week after we had advised you to change your name. Um he had every single player of the week on his team. Uh, Justin Herbert, Derrick Henry, uh, it was like unbelievable. Mark Andrews, Mike Williams, um, unbelievable week for him. And even his bench kind of went off. You could have put in Trevor Lawrence in there, and that would have been good too. Well, I guess his quarterbacks. Um, but big week for him. Uh, we had Brandon almost upset Sunshine. At this point, Sunshine was still undefeated, and he had a pretty good, uh, pretty good chance. I think he was leading heading into Monday night, and then – Super Mario Sunshine had Lamar Jackson in that crazy game against Indianapolis. Uh, Lamar Jackson went off for almost basically 50 points, 49.88. But yeah, everything was high scoring. I mean, I put up 145, and that was like a low score this week. Uh, it was absolutely insane. Um, Albert's team, unfortunately, was the lowest score, did not crack 100. Um, his team, as we'll get into a little bit, just really decimated by injuries, I think, at this point, and just has had some unfortunate luck. So, uh, we'll see how he did look to bounce back. But, yeah, it was a good week, and there were some really good matchups. I, the scoring was insane, and I think we were even texting about it like um, in our chat, which we should probably get a, uh, a league chat going on, really. Uh, idea, we might yeah. need that to, to mm -hmm. add to the dynamic here of this league and the metaverse of the Eastern Fantasy Football League. But um, we were discussing how, uh, you know, going out, you know, now we have buy starting, and team's not going to be able to, you know, start two quarterbacks. You know, are we going to see a drop in scoring? And we definitely did um, going into week six. I guess I should mention the winner of the Primo Hoagie game of the week for week five as well. Um, I actually have to pull up what game that was. Does anybody remember what game that was for week five? I believe that was Joe Buck yourself and the dumpster fire. We got to make sure Ooh. we give, uh, you know, we give proper credit here. Our so. bye week threw us off a little bit. Our apologies. It won't happen again. It was, uh, oh, I'm in the wrong week. Yeah, that's Calman. Yeah, I kicked some serious ass that week. Dang, Calman, how did you do it? What was your strategy? 
started the best players that I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was kind of your prey week because you've been so up and down. It was just like, well, you're either getting 200 points or you're getting uh, 50 points, and it was a big week for you. So Kalman is added to the list. We need to get everybody's picture taken and, and put it up on the league page. You know, the almost like how they used to do for Sunday Night Football. Yeah, the, the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, or the bus, yeah, too, for the Thanksgiving games, too. They have the, uh, the Gobbler Award. So, yeah, we need to maybe get that going. So, congratulations, Calman. You win nothing. <laughs> going over Thank into you. week six, you know, our predictions were a little correct. We did see, uh, I mean, we had some high scoring teams, but nothing like we saw in week five. You know, bye weeks are starting, injuries are starting to pile up. There's been a lot of uh, bad injury luck here, I guess, this week. And we'll just kind of get into it. Trash Panda, Sean, uh, was able to walk away with a win against Taylor Made Brandon. Brandon, who's uh, just really had some unfortunate luck with his quarterback room here, is definitely the weakness of the team. He's had some really strong performances. I mean, he nailed Jonathan Taylor, uh, Joe Mixon back from injury. They were feeding him all weekend. Cooper Cup, who's the number one fantasy wide receiver right now. So, you know, he's and Darren Waller, who single-handedly beat me week one. Um, his team has some firepower here. It really is just those quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger and Daniel Jones, that really hold him back here. That's Daniel rough. Jones, if he could do anything, you know. Oh, <laughs> it, it's it's got to be frustrating if, I, if I'm if uh, i a Giants fan to see. I mean, that's the Jason Garrett offense for you, though. Um, you know, I would say it could get better, but with him at the helm, I don't see it. I saw earlier, too, someone had the Giants, like, last 10 games, or actually might have been their entirety under Jason Garrett, Garrett, and it is hard. I mean, their offensive production, so, so bad. We had the Hobbits put up another strong week to get to 4-2. and two. He's been on a scoring rampage. Derrick Henry on Monday night, what a game. Uh, a man that big should not be able to run that fast. So excellent performance there. He's got the the duo of Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. So his wide receiver room kind of lives and dies with the Vikings. And um, the Vikings were able to get a win in Carolina, although that was a close game. I don't know if anybody caught it, but um, very close to the end. And Minnesota came back. and or Actually, Carolina came back, but uh, Minnesota was able to get the win there. So good job to the Hobbits. Going into Miles Well Suck Me Golf, the New Jersey football team. Uh, one of the closer games this week, Miles as Well Suck Me Golf was happy to get a win for sure. Much to, uh, you know, he's had some some injury issues here. Um, he's got Kenny Galladay out. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is on injury reserve. Melvin Gordon's questionable. Uh, so a lot of issues there. Um, McCaffrey but he was as well. Get a win. Oh, yeah, he's got McCaffrey on IR, so... Oh, it's been a tough year. Anytime you lose your first pick, I mean, he was probably the unanimous first overall pick, I think, in most leagues. If he's able to stay healthy, I mean, the production he puts out, you have to pick him, but really unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, I mean, big performance from Joe Burrow, who, coming off that injury, hasn't missed a beat. He is loving having Jamar Chase in Cincinnati as well. Kind of a um, uh, you know big week for Kyler Murray. Um, but a down week for you know a lot of this other team. Chase Claypool did a whole lot of nothing. Zach Ertz, nice little bounce back game. You got to wonder, you know, if you're Zach Ertz owner, uh, if the move to Arizona is going to help him. That's the big news from this week. That trade that happened immediately after that Thursday night game that we uh, again we didn't talk about last week. So we'll talk about this week. But um, I would think it does. I mean, Kyler Murray playing at like an MVP level. Uh, I think right now he might be. Uh, leading the MVP race. He's got the Cardinals undefeated. So um, unbelievable team. They look 
incredibly strong, and uh, I hope they get more primetime games because honestly, I'd like yeah, to watch yeah. some of the Cardinal games, and I really don't get a chance to. Calvin, that, your uh, game. <laughs> oh, sorry. So they have that Donovan Peoples Jones uh, dart throw from uh, yep. Miles as well. Suck me golf, twenty four points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you got a hail mary. <laughs> yeah, at, right at halftime, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my! It's like a fifty-seven yard TD. That's yeah. like you know. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, right at halftime, I saw the highlight of that. Uh, I forget what game I was watching. I, I was at the four o'clock. I can't remember. Not yeah, that, that was, was but, that was the four o'clock slate. So yeah, we I think I was watching Cowboys the Cowboys, bets. and uh, that came up. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so you know, sometimes you get lucky. That's <laughs> fantasy football for you. So nice pick. That could be a sneaky uh, pickup if he can continue and uh, kind of emerge. Because seems like Odell Beckham really isn't doing a whole lot this year. At least I really haven't seen a ton of him. He I seems mean, washed. Yeah, yeah I, you hate to say it. I mean, it seemed like it happened so quick too. Yeah. Um, he went from being, you know, uh, arguably the number one wide receiver in the league to just not really doing a whole much since he moved yeah. to Cleveland. You know, he's been okay, but he hasn't been the Odell that we knew in New York. So. Uh, Calman, you, uh, you, you had a, a good effort here against the good fellas. You know, Patrick Mahomes was able to have a, a nice bounce back game. You have Tyreek Hill. I shouldn't even say bounce back games. Cause even the games where Patrick Mahomes doesn't play well, he typically puts up a lot of points here, but unfortunately, yeah. uh, had some poor performance from the wide receiver group and DK Metcalf and Devonte Smith. You got to think, um, after Geno Smith was targeting DK early on when Russell went down, uh, how that's going to affect his value going on. But Goodfellas was able to get a win here. So nice job, Goodfellas. Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown, the all-Tampa uh, Bay team, we criticized you. We mocked you uh, openly on the podcast. You know, you're making us eat our words here. Um, Calman, our co-host, said that Rob Gronkowski is a – what did you say, Calman? He's a mascot of his former self. I did. I called him a mascot, a cuck, and a couple of things. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, he's out, so he might be. Um, yeah, so he's a mascot <laughs> the past couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a great job cheering on the sideline. Unfortunately, you don't get any fantasy points for that. I congratulate you know Jeff Stone for going all in and picking up Cameron Bright, the other Tampa Bay tight end. Uh, I love the enthusiasm <laughs> uh, in Tampa Bay. As long as they keep winning, you may well be winning too. And then uh, a, a game that I think nobody saw we had Super Mario Sunshine get their first big loss and a really underperforming week at none other than Big Chunky Ben Fadil. Fadil had some awesome performances. Josh Allen put up a huge amount of points on Sunday night, although they could not get the win. Uh, or was that the Monday night game? That was the Monday night game. I'm getting them mixed yep. up now. Uh, big performance from Josh Allen, DeAndre Swift, uh, Damian Williams, DJ Moore kind of had a down week, but it didn't really matter. And then Kirk Cousins. Big and uh, Khalil Her- Herbert, the big pickup with um, Chicago's backfield, just kind of uh, in knots. Um, their backup was on the COVID list, so he was able to pick him up and worked out for him. Had 18 points, so great sneaky pickup there. Um, John Lou, uh, you know some of the uh, the pickups he's had, unfortunately, have not worked out. Saquon going down has hurt him big time. Elijah Mitchell, we know that was one of the topics, one of the the big early season. Pickups really hasn't pulled his weight since then. At the minute, that's looking like a bust pickup. So um, I have no doubt she'll bounce back five and one. You know, you can afford to lose. You're not going to go undefeated. So, you know, um, I wouldn't be too concerned there. But uh, yeah, Big Chunky Ben, you know, the cool thing for his team is he's had some really unfortunate matchups. I think at one point he had the highest points against. And, uh, you know, he, he's been putting up points, just really has had some bad matchups. I barely edged him out in our matchup. So, 
you know, we could see his team picking up as the season goes along. And then the final matchup was the Primo Hoagie game of the week. It was myself. Mary had a little CD lamb looking for redemption in my second Primo Hoagie game of the week against a team that's been really hot lately, the Whiteout University. And uh, the wideouts kind of let him down this week a little bit. So um, I was able to big performances from Aaron Rodgers, CeeDee Lamb, caught the overtime touchdown. I think he was the wide receiver of the week, as you will see in the newsletter. I got really lucky with a Robbie Anderson last-minute touchdown, too, as Carolina was marching back against Minnesota. And then Matthew Stafford has been on a warpath. I think he's either... He's got 17 total touchdowns. I think he's either first or second behind Kyler Murray. Um in touchdowns for the QB. So, or maybe he might even be third behind Josh Allen off the fact. Somebody needs to fact check me. I could be full of bullshit. I'm not sure, but a uh, big performance there. My quarterbacks have been really good for me. So happy to get a win, happy to go to four and two. And, um, you know, another good week. It's, it's funny how by the end of this month, I think we'll probably have a better grasp. You know, teams are going to probably start breaking away a little bit um, as we're out of the divisional matchups here. But even so, now that we're six weeks into this, Everybody is still in the playoffs at this moment. You know, even the divisionals, you know, there's there's no teams that are still searching for a win. You know, there's no one-win teams. We finally just saw the fall of our last undefeated team. So really close divisional performances, and it's been kind of the pattern of everybody beating up on each other. If you look at the newsletter and you look at the uh, rankings and the coaches poll and the um, – it's uh, or not the coaches poll, but, you know, the, the overall rankings, I guess the, the media poll, as you will call it um, – it's like every week the same teams moving up and down and then down again and then us shooting back up again. So heading out of week six into week seven, the Hobbits take number one, Trash Pandas number two, myself coming in at number three. Cowman dropped a spot. Um, he took a loss, only moved down a, a spot, though, because he is putting up a lot of points. Mario Sunshine was one of our biggest drops this week. Uh, he was in first, dropped down to fifth. Goodfellas coming in at sixth. Fadil moving up big time to number four. After that upset win, sending a message to the league. Why not? Yeah, he's a big, uh, big advanced stats darling. The it's got a lot of points on him and a lot of overall wins. A lot of points I'm seeing here. So third in both points and uh, third in overall wins. I like that touch as well. So. Uh, Whiteout University, he's been hot and cold. Um, he was on a three-game win streak after starting 0-2, looking good. And uh, yeah, running backs and the wide receivers let him down this week. Christian Castle uh, hasn't been too hot. He's had some close matchups. He's dropping down to number nine. Miles as well, Suck Me Golf, was able to climb up a little bit this week with number 10. With his win, Joe Buck yourself drops to number 11, and then Brandon Tambori, Taylor made dropping down to 12. And as Sean pointed out in his notes, a lot of talent on the team, just um, quarterbacks holding him back. So we'll see if that continues uh, as we go forward. He is a part of the Primo Hoagies game of the week for week seven. It's uh, the Hobbits, the number one seed versus Taylor made. Vegas must know something here that this matchup, even though it's the number one seed and the last place team, it's going to be closer, you know, than than the, the stats would indicate. So uh, I, I guess we'll get into some of the news that we missed here um, last week. As we said, Zach Ertz traded to Arizona, kind of like the last minute right after the game. So the rich kind of get richer with Arizona. How are the Eagles fans feeling about that? Well, you know, I feel like at the end of the season, Zach Ertz was probably going to be out of here anyway. I think a lot of people thought that he was going to be traded this off this past off season. Um, 
I obviously am kind of sad about it just because of how great of a player he was for us for such a long time. You know, I, it kind of feels just like yesterday he was drafted, but, you know, it has been a while. Um, so it, it does suck to see him go. And, the, you know, the fact he got the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, um, you know, his time here was basically, you know, mission accomplished uh, in terms of, like, his success. And um, I'm happy that he's getting to go to a 5-0 and team with a chance to win another Super Bowl. So... I think overall, like I'm content with what he did here, and uh, wish him the best. So after week six is said and done, the weekly report: the best manager went to Fadil and his big upset win. The worst manager, Brandon. Um, the biggest blowout was Big Chunky Ben in his dominating performance against the number one team. The narrow victory went to Albert Liu, the highest scorer. Again, Fadil. Fadil just making appearances all over the place here. The lowest scorer was Super Mario Sunshine. Again, the overachiever, Fadil. So I don't know what this is saying about you, Fadil. It's saying that you are the best manager, but you're also an overachiever. Um, sounds like sleepers taking a shot or being condescending in their compliments. Below expectation was Bruno. So congratulations, everybody. As we move on to week seven, as I mentioned earlier, still very close. Nobody's out of it. This is the exciting part, though, of where even though nobody's out of it, you, you kind of start to see you know, what your team is. Injuries are taking a toll. Will we see some sneaky waiver wire pickups? Will we see some you know, league-breaking trades that could send you into the playoffs here? I wanted to look up some stats. Maybe we'll have them for you next time, like, records exiting October and what that percentage would be to, to make the playoffs. So I was curious about that. Um, you know, how many wins you need, obviously there's different leagues and different schedules, but you know, that way you could kind of have like a goal of, Hey, you know, if you know teams are two and four and you know, maybe teams under 500 typically don't make the playoffs. I don't know. You know, I know that, that was always what they said for the NFL, like teams to start zero and two have like under a 10% chance to make the playoffs. But now with the extra week, you know, they, that those stats may not matter so much anymore because yeah. you have that additional game. So something to be aware of. As we go into week seven, we got some more good matchups this week. Sean, me and you go head to head here for the first time this year. Thank God Dallas has a bye. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to still get a, a win on you here, but uh, I will not have to worry about Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, or Amari Cooper. But that also kind of hurts me because I got CD Lamb and he's my best receiver. So um, right now uh, it's projected to be close. I do have a uh, running back in my lineup that is still on the COVID list, though. Hopefully he'll come off and that may change the the predictions. But it looks to be close so far. Um, I guess we could pick our games since uh, you know we typically don't pick our own games. I this might be too close to call. I'm not going to pick it, Calman. If you or Sean, if you or Calman want to put some input, I'm all ears. But I don't want to jinx myself here. Yeah, I won't pick it either, but I will say I'm, I'm very uh, hampered with the bye weeks. This is my biggest bye week by far. Yeah, it's uh, even the projections, man, it's less than a point <laughs> <laughs> apart. Um, oof. I think at first glance, oh, man. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm, I might lean a little bit towards Dakota here, um, just because I think Dakota has a little bit better setup of uh, running backs here. But uh, you know, Henderson did really good last week, so I, I don't know. I I think it's too close to call this one. Um, so I'm not going to make a pick on this one either. 
Yeah, we'll let the we'll let the game do the talking. Very respectful match up here. Sean and I go back a long time. I have nothing negative to say about his team. You know, I wish you the best. I hope you lose, but I wish you the best, Sean. Likewise, likewise. Next up, we have the New Jersey football team and Joe Buck yourself. So, you know, we have two two and four teams looking to try not to fall, fall too far down uh, in the list here. You know, instantly as I look at this, um, I just see no way that, that Joe Buck yourself is able to climb out of these buys he has. It's another big bye week for him. He's going to be without Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, and Keenan Allen. So, Unfortunately, um, it's it's big. You know, I, I just think it's going to be too much for him to climb out of. It's going to be too many points on the bench, uh, you know, for players not playing. So I'm going with New Jersey football team in this week seven matchup. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Uh, I mean, he is missing some really crucial players. You know, you've uh, Dalvin Cook, you have Harris. That's out. Uh, Hungry McThirsty. Tiger Wood. I mean, there's just too many. There's too many big players here that are missing. And looking at his bench, he does not have the depth <laughs> to accommodate for that. So uh, I think that the New Jersey football team, unless like something goes seriously wrong or seriously right, uh, I think I'm leaning New Jersey football team uh, pretty heavily here. Yeah, likewise. When your top three players are out, you don't really have much of a shot. Um Unless something catastrophic happens to New Jersey football team, I'm going to go with them. We seem to be unanimous. Um, I will say, no, I, I noticed as I was looking at the the rankings, statistics, projections, even though they don't always mean much, I was projected to lose last week and I went in you know, blowout fashion, but I tended to agree this week with the projections, even if it accounted for or didn't account for, you know, people still have, it's early in the week, people have players on buys in their lineup, so that'll change, but at first glance, I, I, I'm leaning a lot. I've noticed with sleeper on my picks this week. But next up, we have Miles as well. Suck me golf again. Seventy uh, percent confidence that he's projected to win. Now, with that said, um, again, the Goodfellas have someone in their lineup that has a buy. You know, they have um, Emmanuel Sanders right now. Gronkowski's projected to be out. We'll see, but he does have Cameron Brait. So you know, a Baker Mayfield. We don't know what he's going to look like. So we'll kind of see. My thought process for this game is I just I think Goodfellas this Russell Wilson injury is really hampering him because it really takes out two players for him it takes out his his quarterback Russell Wilson and it also makes Tyler Lockett almost useless um, because Geno Smith just cannot get him the ball it seems like Tyler Lockett when Russell Wilson is in he's always kind of like a boomer bust player you know he's going to put up 25 points and catch deep bombs or he's going to have maybe probably under 10 single digits and right now he's in that single digit so with that said with the injuries at tight end and uh, he's got knocks on a bye this week I don't really think Brate's that big of a threat but you know we could always see um, I, I agree with uh, the sleeper projection as well. I'm going with Miles as well. Suck me golf. Joe Burrow has been absolutely awesome this year. Miles Sanders, you know, Sirianni does not want to give him the ball, but you, you maybe get a bounce back game here against Las Vegas. You have Kelsey in. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I don't think it's going to have uh, as good of a week as he did last week. That seemed a little bit fluky, but we'll see. But just overall, if I'm looking at your lineup top to bottom, I like it a lot more than what I see with the Goodfellas, who's kind of ravaged by injuries right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. I think the Goodfellas, obviously missing Russell Wilson, that's kind of changed his 
you know, I, I don't think he had the best quarterbacks, but I feel like he had like a good middle of the pack quarterback uh, room there, which kind of balanced out that lineup. But now that Russell is out and you have Geno in, uh, I think that really, really does hamper the team quite a bit. It's kind of changed that that quarterback from a strength to a weakness. So I feel like that really hurts. And then obviously, you know, you're not having Gronkowski, who was producing pretty well early on, admittedly. Um, I just I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like this team is going to be kind of having it rough for the next couple weeks. Um, you know, especially with uh, Tampa Bay's bye week looming in the the near future. Um, yeah, I just I just don't know if he's going to really be able to uh, to get this done with the uh, the quarterbacks he has. Um, so I'm I'm definitely leaning. Uh, Miles will suck me off. I think the Goodfellas could edge this out. Uh, I think Miles and Saul suck me golf is very fortunate to be three and three. They rank uh, very towards the bottom in terms of overall wins and points. And uh, even though they won last week, they barely scraped by with a pretty low scoring output. I think Jeff, even with the injuries, sh- can win, and I think he will. I think he'll be close, though. I'm going to go with the, the Goodfellas. All right, so we seem to be split here. Calvin, we have your matchup, the Dumpster Fire, and again, your games are easily the hardest to predict. You're going against Super Mario Sunshine, who is going to be looking to get back after that embarrassing loss last week. Uh, He's going to be looking to get a bounce-back game. You're going to be looking to get a bounce-back game here, trying to catch me here for the division lead. This is going to be a good game. Um, I I think this can be a very high-scoring game. I definitely think John Lou's going to come back, and I, I think he's going to have a much higher point output this week than he did last week. Uh, his team is too good not to. Your team is very similar. Um, you know, the big pickup here of Alex Collins has paid its dividends in the week that you started him here. That running back room, which was a glaring weakness on your team, has definitely been strengthening, strengthened. Rather, Latavius Murray has also uh, strengthened it a little bit as well over down there in Baltimore. Although I did hear that Le'Veon Bell got activated to the 53-man roster today too. So you have to wonder how that's going to cut into um, his, uh, you know, his his carry share, I guess, if you will. Um, so again, I, DK Metcalf seems to be kind of hindered a little bit by Geno Smith. We'll see if he's able to get his. Uh, I really don't know. I, this game's really, really close. I kind of have a feeling... We saw that Tennessee secondary get shredded by Josh Allen. And now they got to go up against Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. I honestly think Patrick Mahomes is scheduled 31. I think he goes above that. And I think Tyreek Hill goes above his 17 projection as well. Um, You're already projected to win by sleeper, but I I do have to lean your way. I think you have a lot of nice matchups this week. And I think that Alex Collins could be another kind of X factor. That was a position where you really, really struggled at. Uh, Some weeks you had basically negative points in there. Um, and, and now that's almost like a strength. So, and Kyle Pitts too, who's looked to kind of like break out. He had his breakout game against the jets. Uh, he had a bye last week and now he gets a, a juicy Miami defense who I think is rank, ranked. I don't want to say dead last, but I think they're right there. I think it's either Washington or them. That's it's like 31, 32. So I think I'm leaning dumpster fire this week. Yeah, I, uh, I won't pick the. The matchup here, but um, I feel really confident this week. You know, I think my running back room, where I wouldn't say it's a strength, but I don't think it's as glaring of a weakness now. I feel like I have some good, serviceable running backs 
that as long as everyone else produces as they're supposed to, um, you know, I think that they can definitely help if, uh, you know, DK Metcalf uh, doesn't get as much points um, with uh, Gino as the quarterback. So hopefully those two running backs can kind of pick up the slack for uh, for some of my receivers that aren't producing currently. But uh, I do feel really good about this uh, this matchup against uh, SMS. Yeah, Kalman had a down week last week, so it's only logical that he goes sicko mode this week. Um, (laughs) John or Super Mario Sunshine to me reminds me a lot of the 2020 Steelers with that hot start and then they kind of just faded down the stretch he seems to despite all the wins rank pretty low in terms of uh, overall or points per game Um, I really could see like Dakota mentioned Mahomes and Tyreek Hill just completely popping off I'm going to go with Calvin here yeah, I think for Super Mario Sunshine, they really need Elijah Mitchell to prove that he was worth that, you know, free agency money that got thrown at him uh, earlier this year. Exactly, he got the bag. He got the yeah. bag, and he's just been complacent. You know, he got paid. Yeah. He, we see it all the time. Yeah, Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Saquon Barkley, I don't know if he's out or not. He's got the out designation right now, but he is projected points. So who knows? You know what's going to happen there. Jamar Chase, you know he's been good. Allen Robinson with Justin Fields uh, again. This is another situation of these rookie quarterbacks hampering these big stars. And yeah, I just I, I don't think he's got the juice. And good, you know, good point about the low scoring output. You know, it very well could have been a favorable schedule. Not to take anything away from you, Super Mario Sunshine. You can. You know, prove us wrong here this week, and we'll see. Next, we have some more teams here. Wideout University going against Big Chunky Ben. Big Chunky Ben is riding high this week after upsetting Super Mario Sunshine. But uh, there's not a lot in his favor this week. Uh, To start, Josh Allen, who helped propel his victory last week, is on a bye. Deontay Johnson, who I think I talked a little smack about, uh, you know, he, so I really haven't watched too many Steelers games. I was able to, you know, watch one, um, on Sunday night and, uh, he's, he's a target monster. He gets a lot of looks his way and, you know, in a half PPR league that that's very beneficial. He's on a buy Kadarius Tony, who seemed to be possibly a breakout star this year, got hurt. You know, I don't know what condition he's going to be in. Kirk Cousins, he's on a bye. So right away, you're at a major hindrance if you're down a quarterback. He's down two quarterbacks. And if you look at the free agents right now, uh, there is nobody coming to save you. So, you know, you could, uh, anything can happen. Fantasy football, Fidel, you know, I'm always rooting for you. I just don't see it this week. I'm not overly impressed by Wideout University's uh, team. He's also got some big stars there in Austin Eckler. Uh, Dalton Schultz, who's been a nice surprise for the Cowboys this this year, although he was good last year in Blake Jarwin's absence. Um, but I just don't see it. I, I think you're too hindered this week with the buys. You know, unfortunate timing that they're all in the same week, but i got to give it to Wideout University this week. Yeah, I think uh, I think Fifi is fucked this week, man. <laughs> I think that this this is kind of like a, a double-edged sword here, right? So he's losing both quarterbacks this week, but it's almost kind of good to kind of get that out of the way because yep. now he's like set the rest of the season. Obviously, you know, barring injury. Um, but I mean, actually, he has he has Tua on the bench, so he you know he can definitely bring a quarterback in. Um, but at least he won't have to worry about this happening again uh, later on in the season, which could honestly 
be a really big matchup strength for him going forward. I've, obviously, I don't know the schedule uh, of the future teams he's playing, but I feel like that is honestly going to help him. If he can somehow, you know, plug Tua in here and, um, you know, maybe he gets lucky with a, a bench player just going off and pulls out a win, I mean, that would be huge, uh, especially because I, I don't think Whiteout University's team is really um, all that hot right now either. Um, I feel like they had they had some injuries um, that are, are kind of going on there with uh, you know obviously Carson out. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is a winnable game, uh, but I think that uh, Fifi's going to have to make some some pickups here and get a little bit lucky. But as it stands right now, I feel like for Wildout University, for him to face anyone this week, I think he's might he might luck out that he is uh, facing Fifi here. I think one thing we're overlooking is that Wyatt University has nearly zero running backs. His only starting running back right now is Felton. And I don't even know if he's actually a running back. He feels like more of a receiver. Um, you know, I think Carson's, he had that designation. Yeah, he was yeah. Like, yeah, running back and wide receiver. <laughs> you know, Car- Carson's still injured. Madison's on by. Eckler's on by. He literally he doesn't have anyone else to start right now. He's going to have to go bottom of the barrel on the waiver wire (laughs) (laughs) and then his QBs aren't that good oh sorry you go oh no sorry yeah you're right I mean Heineke he puts up some points but uh, recently it it looked like he started kind of hot and as of recently he's definitely gone downhill I mean he's struggling to crack 10 I I think you're right I, I think maybe you know I see those names like you know, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and I think, well, those two guys can single-handedly win you the game if they are able to pop off. You know, they can secure it. But, yeah, I mean, that running back, it, it is brutal. We knew that going into the season, he was going to be carried by the wide receivers. He kind of lived and died by those receivers. Uh, kind of went with, like, the no running back strategy almost. And, yeah, it might catch him. It, it might catch him this week. We'll see. I, I'm not changing my pick. I still think he wins. I just think Big Chunky Ben – has too many impact players out this week, but very good points. You know, the running backs, it's going to be brutal. And, you know, our, our league is all over the waiver wire. So, I mean, there is just, there's nobody sneaky to pick up, you know? I, I'm going to actually give the uh, the edge here to Fidel. I think this is going to be a very low scoring game. Um, I, I could see it being like a, a 90 to 80 something kind of game. Um, but I think Fidel would be able to... Uh, fill in the buys and uh, lack of death a little bit better. Um, and I really only see Wyatt University winning this uh, if Adams and Hopkins both pop off. Yeah, I, this is why I love 12-team leagues. I think it's the perfect amount for fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, you really have to dig deep as we get into these buys and injuries. And uh, it just it makes it you know so much more interesting as we go to these matchups. So that could be, uh, that could be like the... Uh, <laughs> The second game of the week. If we had a Primo's <laughs> Junior game of the week, you know, the Shorty game of the week, this is the one I'm looking at. <laughs> uh, but our actual game of the week, our first number one ranked team versus our last number one ranked team, uh, Brandon Tam, Bory TaylorMade going up against the Hobbits. Uh, again, Patrick Stone coming off a, a big, big win. Brandon's been cold lately. I think he's on a four-game skid at this point. But Vegas knows this is going to be a close game. Uh, that's what it's telling us here. You know, we'll go in. We'll we'll deep dive this one a little bit more. So I guess first looking at Brandon's team right now, we have Daniel Jones, Joe Mixon, horrendous. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Both have been good, and Joe Mixon seems to be fully back from that injury. Cooper Cup. 
He's absolute stud. T. Higgins, kind of a question mark this year. He started off a little bit strong, but you know went through a bit of an injury and hasn't looked great coming back. And now with Joe Mixon, uh, Cincinnati seems like more of a, a run-heavy team, but we'll see. Fred Swain, I know he's probably not going to be in your your uh, yeah, lineup probably come be Kirk Sunday. There. Yeah, you got to think Christian Kirk's going to be in that spot. Uh, Darren Waller, awesome tight end going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Antonio Gibson going against Green Bay. Big Ben is on a bye. Unfortunately, you have Davis Mills, who's a potato. He um, might be better than Big Ben at this point. Yeah, he, I, so yeah, he had a huge game. Zero. He had a huge game. Is Tyrod back? I don't know. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, we got to look see. this up here. Wait a minute. We we have some. Okay, now it looks like it's it's he's day to day, but I think it's still going to be Davis Mills playing. So maybe they don't know yet. Uh, I I don't even know. He had a good game. Well, he had a high scoring game against New England, but I, that seems to be the outlier here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, Damien Harris, a solid option that you could plug in here. Josh Gordon. Uh, they're using other guys like Pringle and Tyreek and. Uh, Gordon, I thought it was going to be a really sneaky pickup, but th- he doesn't seem to be too involved in the offense. So I'm curious. He's just a meme right now. Guy. Yeah, it's, he seems almost um, yeah a meme at this point. Marquez Callaway, you have the Saints coming off a bye, but he had a big game. So I think Michael Thomas is expected back, not this week, but next week, the 24th or 25th. Um, or at least that's when he's eligible. I don't know if he's going to be back, but that's when he can come back. So that Slant can cut into his targets. Slant boy. But we'll see uh, this week. Marquez Callaway could be like a, you know, a nice sneaky plug in here. Then we go over to the Hobbits. Again, the Hobbits put up a lot of points. Uh, you got Derek Carr. Uh, you got um, Derek Henry, who we know is, uh, you know, could be an MVP at this point in the season. Josh Jacobs, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson. Brandon gets a break here. They're both on a bye. Sterling Shepard, while mostly you really haven't wanted any part of the Giants this year, he gets a lot of the target share, and he's kind of their uh, move-the-chains guy, so he does get a lot of looks his way. Mark Andrews, James Conner, Justin Herbert on a bye. So who is he going to fill in that quarterback spot? He's probably no pick one someone up. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, pick someone up. And again, as we mentioned, there is just there's really there's nobody no one, to pick yeah. up. I there's mean, no starting quarterbacks left. So you Taste have to mail. plug in someone you have. <laughs> and his bench is absolutely uh, – it's not you know injured, but uh, he's got <laughs> one, two, three, four of his five players are on bye on the bench. So really unfortunate week for him. Um and I, I think that's where you know Vegas sees this could be an upset, and I, I have to agree with them. I, I think that Brandon, I think gets something going this week. I think maybe we get another big game from Jonathan Taylor against San Fran, Cooper Cup going up against that soft Detroit defense. Yeah, I, I think this could be a situation. I, the only thing, I mean, he's almost as disadvantaged, I guess, with the quarterback position. But you know, maybe he gets a sneaky play from Marquez Callaway. Another big game. Uh, they're going up against Seattle. Seattle's defense is not good either. So you know, maybe he gets a big play. I, I think this could definitely be a game that Brandon wins. I don't know if he will win, but you know, if I had to give a pick right now on Tuesday night, I think I lean Brandon. Yeah. So I think this is probably one of Brandon's um, you know best chances to win. And this is really probably a must-win game at this point mm-hmm. in the season for Brandon because um, I don't think he's going to get a matchup that's this good going forward. Um, I think that looking at his team, 
and his quarterback situation, I almost think that he's going to have to try to pull off a trade here, whether that be for uh, a quarterback or for a strong position player that he can plug in that spot. Um, I just feel like it's too big of a weakness. And especially this week with Big Ben (laughs) not being able to play because of bye week, uh, I don't think Mills is really going to do that well for him. I think he's just honestly better off putting a position player there and just seeing what happens Um, because I just feel like that position player is going to have a higher ceiling than Mills. Um, But yeah, I mean, I was kind of just curious what quarterbacks were out there and just looking at the the waiver wire, there's no one. There is no starting (laughs) quarterbacks left. And, you know, he he should be looking at at benches for people's backup quarterbacks and trying to spin some kind of a trade. Um, And honestly, I, I... I would package in uh, Big Ben with a uh, with a position player and try to uh, to get to get somebody out of it. I'm sure there's some other team that is in need of a quarterback, and maybe they'll want to give Big Ben a try. But it's uh, he's he's going to have to do something at some point in time, and I know it's hard because you're going to have to have two people to agree to it. But man, I, I think that if he doesn't win this week, it's going to be really bad for Brandon, and I think his season is going to uh, get out of control and he's not going to be able to come back. So uh, I lean him this week, but uh, not super confident just because of his, uh, his quarterback uh, situation there. Yeah, really well said, Calman. I do agree. This is a must win. Um, I really think he should trade one of those running backs, either Gibson or Harris for a QB. I know there's a lot of teams in the league who need a, a running back. Uh, Wild university, uh, you know, Calman yourself. Um, Mm-hmm. So I really think, you know, instead of leaving Harris on the bench or, or you know, trading away Gibson and put logging Harris in there, he really could trade one of those guys and upgrade at that position because they are killing him. Um, I do think this is Brand's best shot uh, at a win right now, um, especially given the bye weeks for, for Patrick. So I'm going to pick Taylor made to get the upset. There you have it. We have unanimous decision here in the Prima Hoagie Game of the Week. We are all on Team Taylor Made, so we're rooting for you, buddy. Uh, we'll see what happens. We're rooting for everybody in the league, uh, unless you're playing one of us, and then we're not rooting <laughs> for you. But, uh, yeah, looking uh, to get into the Week 7, I'm excited. We have some more good matchups. Every week's had some really good matchups, I will say. Uh, it, this is like one of the leagues where I look at like every team almost every week and see where everybody's at um, just because every game seems to be close or something wacky is able to happen. So excited to get this week underway. Uh, guys, I think we covered everything. We made up for last week. Sorry, league. It will not happen again. Uh, it might happen again. Um, we, uh, we'll, we'll see in week eight, I guess. So with that, thanks for listening. If you made it this far and, uh, we'll catch you later. Not a, not B, but see you later. (laughs) 